All right. We're here. We're live. Well, not, not so live, but we're live. Gilbert, how are you? I'm doing great. All right. And we're here with Eileen Navarro, the rapist, I mean, therapist extraordinaire. <laughs> Hi, I'm so excited to be back. Thanks for inviting me back. Welcome. The people, Diego, so I'm happy to be here. Welcome back. Well, this is this is a, an exciting and also sad episode because we don't have Eric with us today. R.I.P. Eric. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Eric's uh, on vacation today. But uh, Gilbert, you're gonna have to take the hi. Hi. <laughs> All right, I Eric. Think I, did Eileen uh, diagnose him last time? And I think he was probably just scared. No, he's committed right now. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. I think he, read, he definitely chose um, to not be part of this episode because he was scared of. Um, no, no, he's diagnosing he's, him in sexy categories. He's taking uh he's taking some time off, uh, well deserved. Um, but this is uh, first and foremost, I want to apologize to your husband ahead of time because this is the sexy episode. <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna dive into the sexiest videos and songs, or the ones that we selected. Um, but before we start, um. Before we get into the sexy side, Eric sent us a text message, and this this pretty much goes out to Gilbert. Oh boy! So <laughs> this is I'm gonna read it. It's titled "Anyone Else Dislikes Sonic Youth." Uh, yes. <laughs> I have listened to most of their albums, and I'm around people who rave about them. Uh, they aren't bad by any means. They're just not good either. I don't find them at all experimental or edgy, just pretentious with some catchy riffs. And it goes on for quite a bit, but uh, yeah, Gilbert, I, either Eric and I stand alone and you stand with millions or no, you stand I, alone. No, no, I, I, South, Sonic Youth is overrated. I, it's, I, but are they, are they pretentious or are their fans pretentious? Either way, either way. But uh, I, I want to. Uh, but let me plug my uh, my 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 new indie alternative mix that happens to have Sonic Youth in it. By the way, guys, <laughs> doesn't it start off with Sonic Youth? No, 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 uh, no. <laughs> all right, and one more thing before we get sexy. If you notice, I'm starting <laughs> off starting off this episode with a little TX whiskey from right here in Texas. Nice. It's the only way we're going to get sexy. Um, also, if you haven't noticed, our new Beat Bodega holographic stickers. Nice. Do we get, Ooh, do we I love those, that. Do we get those in Florida too? I'll send, yes, I'll send, I want I'll, one. <laughs> I'll send you guys some before we go into retail. But I wanted to thank the people at uh, Rockin' Monkey. Um, so I've decided that these are the people that are going to make our, our stickers. They're fantastic. They're they respond immediately to any messages. Uh, the service is great, and uh, they actually they send you the package with your with your order. They send you extra stickers, plus they send you some free gift stickers. Nice. So, nice. so Very the, nice. this is uh, who the B Bodega is going to stick with uh, as nope. we're we're getting closer and closer to merch. No, nope, no pun intended. No pun intended. All right. Gilbert, 
Yes. You got hey, some... do, I do, do I need to do my like Hot 95 um, and Hot 95, like Hot 105 for, for those in Miami that know it. The, you know, Mike, like that, that, uh, that slow jam voice, like, the, you know, he has like kind of like, like the night shift by, but he has more like a Spanish accent, which I can't really do all that. Great, but. No, but uh... basically, do I need to put a sexy voice on if, if yes or no? <laughs> This is the Beat Bodega coming at you live. Nice. With the sexiest episode. My shit will sound terrible. <laughs> like the, how about that ASMR? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like when you make like the weird noises and. Mm -hmm. You can, you do, you can make noises um, that you would have like if somebody was fixing your hair or cutting your hair or. If you were at the dentist, sometimes they'll do like the noises. Oh, you, like, terrible. So what, <laughs> the noise for this episode would what be like a like a grunt or a vibrator? Whoa. <laughs> That's how we started off. Hey. Coming up hot. Well, yeah. Well, welcome to the B Bodega, guys. Yeah. All right. So I hope everybody's lubed up. No pro <laughs> no protection needed tonight. We're going in raw. Oh boy. Well, we're starting off wrong. Sorry, Eileen, and sorry, Eileen's husband. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you decided to do this with Eileen. You know, like, how, how awkward can we make it? But yeah, that's, well, Eric's not here, so we got. Yeah, it'd be actually you're actually lucky because he could. Yeah, it would have gone way past this. Yeah, we got to take Eileen into deep waters because. <laughs> It's All okay. Right. You would be surprised. Most people do talk about sex and therapy, so I'm pretty well, used to it. Well, that's that's what I told. So when I when I first uh, texted the guys about the the episode, um, I think it was you, Gilbert, that said, "Is Eileen going to be okay with this?" I'm like, "Dude, she's a therapist. Imagine all the shit she listens to already." <laughs> I have heard it all. I'm, oh I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so this is what we did. Um, I had asked Gilbert and Eileen, uh, and, and myself as well, and I, Eric did too, so I'll read his later, uh, but I asked them to write five songs and five videos that they thought were sexy. Now, just like every other episode we do, we know that there's millions of options. Uh, music is subjective, and and you know, things that people find sexy could also be subjective, subjective too. But uh, these were the ones that we picked. Um, Gilbert went a little off topic. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, since Eileen's our guest, we're going to have, we're going to start off with her. Sounds fair, Gil? Sure. All right. Sex us up, Eileen. All right. So when I started making this list, I realized that there was different categories of sexy. So I decided to make a rating based on that or just like different categories that they would fall into. Nice. So my four categories are number one, sexy romantic, which is like you could imagine like slow dancing with somebody or having like emotional intimacy with them. That's how Gilbert and I met. <laughs> slow true, dancing true or holding hands, uh, slow skating and Hot Wheels. <laughs> or number two would be sexy erotic and that's the kind of a video or song where especially video where it's almost like you sh you feel like you shouldn't be watching it but you have to watch you really want to watch but you makes you feel a little uncomfortable Pornhub, got and, it. Then, and then uh there's sexy fun which is like lighthearted, and it's just 
imagining yourself having fun with somebody or even just having fun with your friends could be sexy, going clubbing, dancing, and then uh, sexy empowering. And maybe that's more unique for women, but I think that there's some videos that we watch and we feel like the singer or the dancer in the video. And that could be sexy too. Like you feel empowered by it, you feel confident. It makes you feel sexy in a way. So that's more about like, I think the way that you feel about yourself, it's not necessarily like sexy with someone else. God damn it, Aline, so. you're such a therapist. That's amazing. <laughs> guys, but you know what, Aline, guys, I uh, have that too. Mine is right said Fred, I'm too sexy. <laughs> that ever since you. I was a young Put lad. on when you're getting ready to go out. <laughs> ever since I was a young lad, I wanted to be a bald, shirtless guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I thank God that you took the extra time to take notes this time, Gilbert, because she came ready. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, well, don't worry, we're, we'll get this. Just wait. <laughs> well, All right, but you I use my category system, that'll help. I love it. No, God, Gilbert's gonna need a session after this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, my first video is La Tortura by Shakira featuring Alejandro Sanz, and I love Shakira. There's so many sexy videos that she has, but this one in particular, I think, is extremely sexy. It has like that voyeuristic aspect to it where, you know, he's across um, in the building next door and he's watching her and she's dancing. And then it breaks into those dance moves that she has that are very strange, but they look extremely sexy and hot because it's Shakira doing them. They're not strange. Gilbert does it all the time. <laughs> and she has like that black paint on her um I love the song and I love the video I don't know if the video is about the song because the no. video is the video is Perfect. you know about a guy that's that's watching her one I, of the one of the greatest videos of all time yes it's amazing <laughs> but the song is more like about a breakup so yeah. I would categorize that video as sexy erotic it look up so I'm going to tell you my Shakira story. So because of the line of work I'm in, I get to deal with a lot of celebrities. Probably one of the highlight of my 20-year career doing what I do is we, this was almost 15 years ago, if not 15 years ago, um, Shakira was performing five days in a row. And during that five five-day stretch she was also recording her dvd so i would actually feed her and her staff um in an empty arena because i mean it was just me and, and and the gentleman that worked with me and we would just wait for when it was time for her to eat and we'd have their food ready what, i was what, what does she eat uh, healthy just but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you eric knows this story i don't know if i ever told this told you this story so I'm in my office and Shakira comes into my office and by this, by this time we had already met several times and spoken and she, the nicest person in the world. She is such a sweetheart. She sits on my lap because she had missed the time to eat and was begging me for food. And she was like, please, Carlito. Please. And I'm like, <laughs> I... I had asked her, please get off of my lap. It was one of the hardest things I ever had to say. <laughs> and, but uh, that was, so our, the people that don't speak Spanish and, and that listen to us, uh, the song La Tortura is called The Torture. Uh, 
that's that's the translation. So that was my personal torture with Shakira. But yeah, no, that that was I had actually when Eileen sent me her list, that was actually one of the songs that I originally wanted to use because it is one of the sexiest videos of all time. And both for men and women, because the gentleman that sings in the song, Alejandro Sanz, he's a good looking dude. You know, oh, yeah. and then uh, your husband's listening, Eileen, be careful. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and Shakira's Shakira, you know, but yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to share that story. All right, Eileen, take us to your, uh, your next video. Okay, my next video is I'm a Slave for You by Britney Spears. And it is an extremely erotic video. Um, I think that there's so many things about that video that make it sexy. Her, obviously, she looks amazing in that video. Her dancing is very sexy. But then there's also like the kind of like group orgy dancing, which is very sexy. Um, I mean. <laughs> um, that's what my friend said. <laughs> I got um, to use that uh, group orgy dancing. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And um, it gets uh, so hot. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm waiting for your wife to walk behind you and just whap. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets so hot in there that they have to like set off the sprinkler system because they're so hot in this room that looks like a sauna, basically, where they're doing this group dancing. And uh, and then it's the rain, the the it starts raining in the room from the sprinklers and it's so much rain that then it um, Britney Spears is able to affect the actual weather outside and it starts raining outside too. That's how powerful and how hot this is that even- And now that poor girl can't even leave her house. Yeah. Free, free Britney. <laughs> free Britney. <laughs> yes, I know. It's so sad, everything she's going through. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, it's a super hot video. She also has a lot of sexy videos, but for me, I thought that was the sexiest. Is that the one with the snake? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the real star of the video. Yes. <laughs> she has that the and when she performed on the VMAs, she had the snake too. Yeah. yeah, that was that it was um I don't know if you heard when we did our MTV episode. Um and I actually kind of skipped over that one, but that landed as one of the most historic moments in MTV just because I guess that performance because of its eroticism and, and, uh, but she had a re- the group orgy dancing, the group orgy dancing that I referred to. Um, <laughs> and then, but the, since I had already brought up when she, her Madonna kissed on stage, I was like, well, you know, you can't top that one with a snake and some orgies. Yeah. Just made out with Madonna. <laughs> But this is what before, I'm sorry, Eileen. Before you continue, we'll we'll go around the horn and do the videos first, and then during the course of the episode, we'll we'll talk about the, the songs. Cool. 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 All right. All right. What's your next video, Eileen? My next video is "Justify My Love" by Madonna, which was a, an original Eric pick, and then he had switched it. But yeah, yeah, that that is well, a sexy video. That video, I have so many notes on the video, and I don't want to bore you guys with all the different things that happened, but basically that that was an extremely controversial video at the time. Um, It was in 1990. Nowadays, I don't think it would be as controversial, obviously, but the MTV said that they would not show the video uh, and they didn't have a specific scene they didn't like. They just said that it was promoting um, 
sadomasochism and it was promoting uh, sex and um, cross-dressing. So they would not show the video. And so um, eventually she sold the rights to the video to Nightline and Nightline actually showed it, which was insane because it was <laughs> a broadcast, you know, um, on ABC and they, and they showed it before MTV did. Way to go, Dateline. Nice. Yeah. I think that she sold it like as a like a DVD, right? I think, right? I think yeah. eventually, like, yeah, yeah. Well, and, I mean, eventually they did show it on MTV too, but it was in the beginning was extremely controversial. She came out, she talked about censorship. She was really upset about it. Um, the guy in the video, one of the guys that's with her in the video, was her boyfriend at the time. Um, yeah, he and was then a, he was a dancer. Yes, he isn't was. That, isn't that uh, Lola's father? I'm not sure if that's Lola's father. I think it, it is. Be. I'm glad you and Madonna are a daughter on first name basis. Because <laughs> well, uh, the, the timing seems right. Do, do you know? Do you know the daughter's last name? Um, Lola Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you. I mean, you remember she built her career on controversy. You know, yeah. like it, that's. I mean, she she knew how to sell herself sexually. I mean, remember she released the uh, "Justify My Love" as a DVD. That she had the sex book. Remember the book? The, yeah, the the book. book yep. That was yeah. huge. Um, and then, you know, her first live performance on MTV was controversial because she was singing like a virgin in a in a white wedding dress, which today would be laughable. But in the 1980s, it was like, holy shit! Look what she did. And then, and uh, did she do "Truth or Dare"? The "Truth or Dare." Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, dude. I mean, they, it's. I mean, but she look what an icon she is. She she. You know, it's not like she had the greatest voice in the world, but she was a hell of a marketer. She knew how to, she knew how to sell herself. So. Yes. So interesting fact: the song samples a beat from a Public Enemy song called "Security in the First World." Hell yes, yeah, son. And that song is actually. Um, based on a James Brown's track called Funky Drummer. Which is one of the most used samples in hip-hop. Exactly. Yep. So that's right. and more interesting facts. Last one, because this song was extremely controversial. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz wrote the song with Ingrid Chavez. And um, it was rumored that Madonna was in a relationship with Lenny Kravitz. Who wasn't? But but um, everybody was in a relationship with Lenny Kravitz. Well, at the time, he was married to Lisa Bonet. It happens. So he denied the rumors. Uh, weren't um, Madonna, what, weren't Madonna and Ingrid uh, Chavez dating at one point? I think too, right? Like I think that was a like because yeah. she was part owner of Liquid down here in Miami. Yep. So I think that was like her like claim to fame, I guess. Yes, I do remember that. I do remember that. And um, she eventually sued, uh, Ingrid Chavez sued Lenny Kravitz because he didn't, he didn't. Oh, hold on, you cut off. So, well, Gilbert, it looks like we lost Eileen for a little bit. <laughs> Eileen, are you back? No, I think we lost her. But I'm here. Okay, there she is. <laughs> but well, oddly enough, tying it up to Madonna, because Ingrid was one of her best friends, wasn't she? She was really good friends with Madonna. 
Yes. Yeah, like that's when Madonna lived in the beach. They would always hang out. But yeah. I'm glad that you brought up Lenny Kravitz because that, that's another guy that has a lot of sensual videos. You know, it's he's another guy that, I mean, the guy's, what, 100 years old and he still looks the same. He hasn't changed a bit. Yeah, dude, he looks great. Yeah. Yes. So I'm sorry, Ali, the, the part that cut off, what was it that you were saying? I don't remember what was the last thing I said. I don't know. Oh, why. It was, I, I think Ingrid sued Lenny Kravitz because he didn't, she didn't give him credit maybe or something like that. Is that what it yeah. was? Yeah, that's what happened. She sued Lenny Kravitz because he didn't, he didn't give her rights um, on the song. Like he didn't credit her for writing the song with him. Yeah, that, that, that's, that actually happens in, in, in one of the songs uh, that I wrote down. But um, no, that, that's a good list. Very hot. <laughs> all right all right so do i go into my next two or no oh you still you oh that was your third video right that was the third yeah, one okay yeah. no bring it bring it bring it give it to us give it to us i told you i mean justify my love had so many interesting points it was a lot okay feliz en lo cuatro by maluma and there's many things I love about this video. You had me at Maluma. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I, ha- I, actually, I actually had no idea who they were until last year. Well, he or is. who he, he is. Yeah. He's just one person, but he could be many. <laughs> I, and I still don't. Like, I thought when I heard Maluma, I was like, who has mesothelioma? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a very sexy man. And the video is sexy, obviously. Um, it's the story of uh, a woman cheating on her husband with Maluma and there's a very sexy um, shower scene but there's also a very fun salsa number which I love because I love to salsa dance and they do um, they do a casino salsa casino which is my favorite so that for me was um, sexy erotic and sexy fun hitting two Yes, of the, of the buckets that I leave. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's awesome. I guess that they would be like lips, right? Like one yeah. lip, two lips. That would yeah. be appropriate. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and then my last one is um, Faith by George Michael. That you, we had George Michael comes out a lot in the podcast. Uh, rightfully one, so. Rightfully so. One because of wham. And then. <laughs> And because in a consensus, all three of us, Gilbert, myself, and Eric, are a huge fan of uh, the Freedom 90 video and song. But because that's a sexy video. You have, I mean, all the top models of the the late 80s, early 90s. I mean, who is it? Uh, Naomi Banks. uh, Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell. Sorry, I I made her and Tyra Banks made a baby. So... (laughs) Naomi Campbell, uh, Linda Cross, Lin, what? Linda Evangelista. Linda Evangelista. Yeah, uh, Cindy, yeah, Cindy Crawford, and um, I always forget the other one. Eric, Eric would remember, but but Eric's also a girl. Uh, but uh, yeah, Freedom Ninety is one of the sexiest videos. I didn't write it down because we had already talked about it, uh, but that goes down as one of our sexy videos. Uh, I was listening to the podcast today when you were talking about, um, I was listening today to the band breakups. You were talking about George Michael leaving Wham. No, no. If you're going to say it on this podcast, it's Wham. Wham. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I have to try it again. There you go. Well, good? good job. Good there job. it is. All right. So, some interesting facts about that video. The leather jacket um, that he's wearing in the video, he bought the night before with his sister. Um, the ripped jeans, they were ripped because his mom refused to sew them. Uh, the guitar he bought at a pawn shop and he didn't know how to play it. And um, another thing that's really interesting is that it's mostly black and white, but it has little bits where they'll put color into it. Right. And I thought it was interesting that that video was mostly black and white. And the other one, Justify My Love, was is also black and white. So and so is Freedom, too, right? No. Freedom 90 is black and white, don't? No, no, it's not. Oh, I've seen it many times. <laughs> but so fun fact that leather jacket also comes out in the freedom 90 video yeah it does yeah but so those are my top five and i have one last interesting fun fact before you start carlos because i thought that this was extremely telling um do tell, so, do, tell. do tell so okay so they, they there's a lot of research about how men and women respond sexually to things and um, the research says that women are more aroused by images that have a storyline, whereas men are more aroused by images that are solely physical in nature. So if you look at my video yeah. pic and just, you look at Carlos, just, just wait till we get to Gilbert's. <laughs> <laughs> this is like. <laughs> It's the like what? they did the study on this was and this was a research group. Yes. And Gilbert, how do you feel right now? Um, my first one, <laughs> the vinyls. I touch myself. These are my well, videos, by the way. Eileen, Eileen, thank you for the segue into Gilbert's. <laughs> and the reason I, I chose this song, I don't know if the video is all that sexy, but as a but you definitely mode, touch yourself. <laughs> as an impressionable 13 year old um there was a lot of of uh, cleavage cleavage let's say in that video um uh, much to eileen's point so um <laughs> so predictable <laughs> we're, going, um, we're going sideways yeah so next one is nre nred lap dance um I, I don't know if you can tell, but it, a subtlety. I don't, I don't think we're going to make it through your list. <laughs> subtlety is not my, my forte. <laughs> um, uh, and I mean, you can only imagine what a song about lap dance is. So go Google it. <laughs> um, then I, I picked up Fiona Apple Criminal. And that's just like a cool, sexy video. Um, I mean, it's not as, you know, <laughs> I touch myself for lap dance. Um, I had to put the queen Rihanna, pour it up. She has a lot of sex video, sexy videos, yeah. but pour it up is actually one of my favorite and one of my favorite songs too. So, and then I actually picked something that is not so overt. I picked <laughs> En Vogue giving him something uh, he can feel. And it's a song of like, it's a video It's basically them just like, like a fifties quartet, you know, dressed in like, you know, the tight dresses or whatever. But, um, but it was more, you know, a lot more subtle than <laughs> than the vinyls. Well, not, not so subtle because you have four gorgeous women in cocktail dresses feeling <laughs> yeah. themselves up in the video. Right, but, but, but I mean, I touch myself and yeah. How <laughs> how does it feel to get 
to get get uh, Eileen to hit it right on the nose before you even start. I mean, I, I don't have four categories. <laughs> just one. Well, maybe it's like boobs. Just, just and... one. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this is so. Thank God she was here because not this would have been a shit show. Yeah, it almost was. <laughs> thank God Eric's not here. We it would have been it would have been bad. Good God. Oh, man. Your wife can't listen to this episode, Gilbert. I, I mean, she already knows. <laughs> yeah, that's a, another another big thing that research shows is that men are much more um, aroused visually than women are. So it's just basically takes them seeing something. That's it. Yeah, no, we, we all understand. We're We've been there. <laughs> so I, I guess I'll get to my five, which now, now I don't even want to read them. <laughs> so I mean, it's not going to be worse than mine. So go no, ahead. Well, you know, it's funny because I thought that until I looked at my list and the reason okay. why I picked them. So the first video, the video is sexy. The song's not sexy which is going back to Eileen's point that we're aroused by visual, but I think a woman could watch this video and feel aroused too. So uh, the first video is Fade by Kanye West. Have you ever seen oh. that video, Eileen? Yeah, I watched it. It's my, la it's my fourth ca category, Sexy Empowered. There you go. I felt like an empowered woman when I saw this video. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, Tiana Taylor. Uh, who I, I guess was more famous uh, or was famous prior to the, the video because of her Sweet 16 episode on MTV, which that's where she got a lot of notoriety from. I didn't know that. Yeah, she did that. I don't know if you remember, but the one that uh, it was like a whole, all skate party that she rented out of a museum. Oh, wow. No, I didn't yeah. know that. So I, the video reminds me a lot about, uh, reminds me of Flashdance. You know, yeah, 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 I can see that. So, if anybody hasn't seen the video, do yourself the favor and watch the video. By the end of the video, you'll be in love with Diana Taylor. For I mean, real. physically, she's stunning. Yeah, she's amazing. And then during that whole video, it, it's the whole video is just her dancing and sweating. So, but I have a question. Yes. The end of the video. There's an end to the video. <laughs> I don't get past the first so minute. The video who, made, who makes it to the end dancing. of the video? <laughs> she's amazing and she's dancing. She has this incredible body. She's super empowered, confident. It's like she's dancing like nobody's watching. But then at the end of the video, there's she ha she's like a cat. She has a cat face. Well, that's right. Yeah, that's weird. It, it that's was weird. very strange for me. Like I was not into that ending. Eileen, you're the therapist. You tell us. <laughs> I don't know. There was a hot, she's dancing. Then there's like finally like this hot shower scene, which is very sexy. But yeah, we're we're three idiots with microphones. We we don't we're not that on a, smart. On, on a side note, her last album was really good. Her uh, Tian, the last Tiana Tiana. So if you have a chance, go check it out. It's really good. Yep. So all right, here's the second one video. God damn it, Eileen. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, by Diplo. It's a, it's actually it's a dance track. It's called "Set It Off." So, um, <laughs> the video demonstrates 
an infinite dance pole. <laughs> Stripper pole. No, no, dance pole. <laughs> so <laughs> it was so Ryan Stake, who's who's the 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 director of the video, said it was obviously one of the greatest projects he had ever done. So if you watch the video, the song starts very subtle. You know, like I said, it's a dance track. Uh, and you see a, a young lady dancing on a dancing pole <laughs> and very talented man. And then the camera continues to go up and there's another one and another one. And as the song escalates, there's more and more. And by the end of the video, it's a stripper pole that goes, God damn it, she got me. Not stripper pole, dance pole that goes all the way into outer space. What this is, the homework that I did was I want to make sure to give a shout out to all the young ladies that were in that video. Marlo, Mina, Nadia, Rico, Michelle, Prana, Kyra, Autumn, Daniel, and of course, Crystal. Those were all the young dancers that were in that video in the infinite dance pole. Nice. So now this is, I, I introduced this version of the video to Gilbert today. <laughs> um, I'm sure you've seen the blurred lines video, Eileen. Yeah, well, I did. I had never seen like the explicit one till today. God damn it, Eileen. I didn't Can you even stop know calling that us out on shit? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Gilbert didn't either. Gilbert did not either. Um, but yes, there is an X-rated version. Not X-rated. There's there's a an uncensored version of that video. Uh, you know, the song with Robin Thicke produced by Pharrell, who also raps in the video, and uh, Ti. So the video is sexy already. <laughs> but then, of course, there's the the uncensored version of the video where everybody's they're not even topless they're completely nude except the men now it's a great video <laughs> you have emily rajadawaski in it who's is that a, how you pronounce her name i'm trying i don't know <laughs> uh which i had for, i i had known you know she's she's a famous model and she was in the entourage movie um but this is the bad part about the video. Um, it obviously it, it got a lot of uh, a lot of backlash uh, because they thought it was a very much misogynistic video. Uh, I just think it was artistry. <laughs> um, and it, it got to the point where uh, Robin Thicke stopped defending the video and just denounced the video in total. Because, because of all the backlash he got for that video. Because of the uncensored version. And then lyrically people, you know, thought that it was, it was a misogynistic video. But I, this is where I, I kind of find the hypocrisy in that is, you know, we all grew up on, you know, music, sex, and drugs kind of go together. It's, it's, it's one of those perfect marriages, not the safest, but it is what it is. I mean, that those, that's, like when you think about wealthy people and, and celebrities, they live a life that none of us know where, you know, it's, it's constant parties and, and, you know, Eileen's Britney Spears orgies and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so I, 
I think if, because if you look at the video and you listen to the song, it's kind of in jest, you know, it's, it's yeah, kind like of tongue in cheek. Yeah. yeah it's it's tongue, in tongue in cheek. And you know, part of me and look, I'm, <clears throat> there's no room for misogyny. I, 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 but I also think you kind of walk a weird line when artistry and then politics and, and, and kind of mixed together. And, uh, but you know the fact that it got to the point where the artist himself had to kind of step away from his art and say, "I'm, you know, I'm separating myself from that." It, it's kind of sad, but that's the story of the video. Well, that song I mean, also. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean. No, you could go. Okay, so that that song, on top of being the the uh, the controversy with the with the video, um, it was the huge lawsuit with um, the Marvin Gaye estate. Yeah. Um, because it was so similar to the to the got got to give it up song. Yeah. yeah it's, like it's they, that almost, was that's almost like the vanilla ice and, think, and under pressure comparison. Yeah, it's almost right. like, no, it mine goes ding, 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 ding. right, right. And I think it was I think it was like for like a, I want to say it's like six million dollars. I think the lawsuit was like they, they won they like were, the, the Marvin State. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So all right. So I was gonna make a comment that you know I think that it's so important to listen to how people feel in certain situations, right? So I think people just assume that the women in that, in that video are feeling uncomfortable or they're being taken advantage of or they're being made to, to be naked in the video without them wanting to. And, and it all comes down to how the person feels in a situation. And when it comes to sex and sensuality and different experiences, like everything comes down to the person that's experiencing it and you know nobody could really guess or assume that people feel a certain way in certain situations and maybe those women felt happy to do that and and they were celebrating their bodies and they felt empowered to do that and and maybe they didn't but nobody really knows that and i think to assume that we know how people feel is is a big mistake that we make because if you know if i've learned anything in my 20 years working with people everybody's different and when it comes to sex it's the same like we are all so different in what we feel what we get turned on by what we like and you know it's that's a very personal thing yeah, and, and, you know and it it's funny because as as i was researching these songs and, and things that came about and i'm glad you brought that up is it's in 2020 that sex is still taboo is is incredible to me when we're all humans and we all know what feels good what doesn't feel good there's things that you like and you don't like that people still keep that behind closed doors you know like you can't talk about it it's now you could go out and you know there's hate speech all over the world and especially this you know unfortunately this year but you can't talk about sexuality you know i, I find that interesting and and kind of in a roundabout way, it's interesting what you said about nobody cared about how those women feel and then, and people are imposing their views on those on the women and then the artists that put together that song. Um, have you ever seen the movie Chasing Amy? Mm -hmm. Of course. Okay, there, there's a scene in it that's that you just reminded me of. There's when he finds out that she's finger cuffs. Oh, yeah. Okay, so she you know what he fails to realize is 
because of the way he was brought up and, you know, thinking what's normal sexually. And she tells him, I didn't grow up like you. I was an experimental girl. I didn't know what I wanted yet. So I had some sex. It, that's, that's all it was. You know, who are you to judge me when I'm giving you, I'm, you know, I'm giving you all of me. I'm done with that. And I'm, I found in you what I couldn't find anywhere else. But it's funny how, kind of what you mentioned, how nobody takes a look at how the other person feels. You know, I, and I thought, I thought that was kind of interesting. But uh, I, that, with that said, let's get back to the sex. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the next video that I picked was uh, Creep by TLC. Um, you know, the legendary Left Eye, T-Boss, Chili, you know, it's one of the best trios in, 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 in female R&B. And, I mean, and I think they were a little bit more than just R&B. You know, they, they had a, because they came up during the New Jack era. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, they, they just, they had a long career and a great career. Um, coolest thing about this song is that they sampled Hey Young World from, uh, from Slick Rick, which was awesome. And then uh, what was interesting about this song was, T-Boz and Left Eye were at odds in this song because uh, Left Eye didn't agree with, you know, when somebody's unfaithful that it should be an eye for an eye. You know, clearly ask Andre Risen, I'll burn your house down. Right. <laughs> but uh, if you guys don't know the story, um, Left Eye was married to Andre Risen, who played for the Atlanta Falcons. Um, he he may have upset her, and her retaliation was burning down his house. Um, but that's why I when I you remember when they performed "Creep" in in the MTV uh, Awards that she had tape over her mouth. I thought it was a statement about censorship. It wasn't. It was her disagreeing with uh, T Boss and saying, "I'm not going to sing this song." Because I don't oh, agree wow. with what it says, so I thought that was that was kind of interesting. Um, so that was her her little protest to the song was I thought I really thought it was like a censorship thing because that's how it came off, and then but no that's what it was, and then um, you know, it, but it is it, one it is a sexy video. You got three gorgeous women in silk pajamas talking about. <laughs> Infidelity, you know, like, <laughs> nothing sex, nothing sexy in silk pajamas. Well, but if, if you listen to the content of the song, is you know, she's like, All right, motherfucker, you cheated. I'm gonna go creeping. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, and that's that's what, but sexy empowering. What, oh, sexy crazy. They did they did had a they did have a an album called Crazy Sexy Cool. So yeah. But uh <laughs> but it, it was it the video itself visually was extremely sexy. Because right? again, the three stunning women, three talented women. And it, it was it the video wasn't revealing at all. It's just it's that jazzy vibe. Plus, you know, the, the kind of, it would kind of have like slow movements and, you know, who does, who doesn't look good in silk pajamas? <laughs> this is, and then, uh, you know, 
I think I think uh, Billy Idol has turned into the new Rockwell, the B Bodega. <laughs> but it's again, there's nobody cooler than Billy Idol. Um, I love me some Billy Idol. So this is probably one of the sexiest videos of all time. And look, give it a grease. And <laughs> hands down, it's just a badass song. Yeah. <laughs> it's Billy Idol. Yeah. I mean, this song is awesome. So this is what I didn't know. Well, we'll kind of paint a picture for those of you that haven't seen the video. Uh, so, name the song. You haven't said name the song yet. Oh, Cradle of Love. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> which which appeared on the Adventures of Ford Fairlane soundtrack. Yeah. If you haven't seen that movie and you're an Andrew Dice Clay fan, watch that movie. It's one of the funniest movies of all time. All six of you guys, go watch it. Yes. <laughs> so it, it's fuck. It's, we're gonna make ourselves sound so old. It's <laughs> it's kind of a an old like a tribute to an old Maxwell tape commercial. Uh, and none of you guys that are younger than us are going to get that reference at all. So we used to listen to music on these things called cassette tapes. And Maxwell was a popular company that sold them. And this is kind of the play on that video. Uh, but uh, it starts off with, uh, you know, a yuppie guy in a badass apartment. He's listening to classical music. And there's the, there's a knock on his door. He opens the door, and just like it happened throughout the whole 80s, that young hot girls used to show up at your door. And uh, <laughs> and she goes, do you, mind, uh, do you mind if I play this cassette? My stereo's broken, or whatever the fuck she says. And then, you know, when there's Billy Idol, there's sex. It happens. <laughs> so she puts on the tape. It's Billy Idol. The guy gets nervous because the chick is hot. She spills wine on her shirt. She takes it off. She's dancing in her bra. It happened in the 80s all the time. But uh, <laughs> but this is the interesting part. You know, throughout the video, you see Billy Idol in the paintings, right? Yeah. You know why he's in the paintings? Was he in jail? No. He was in a motorcycle accident, and he was injured from the waist down, and he couldn't move. So oh, the, wow. the director came up with that idea of, I'll just put him in the paintings throughout the video. So bad for Billy Idol, good for everybody else to watch that video because it's less Billy Idol and, and, uh, and more, what's her name? I have her name here. Not everybody else. Bets <laughs> right. Bet Betsy Lynn George. First of all, Eileen, Billy Idol's always without a shirt and a leather jacket on. If you're a girl, you've gotten a lot of Billy Idol. It was time, it was time that never he... Never enough young Billy Idol. Look, there, he finally paid it forward, and then we all were blessed with... Uh, Speak, speaking of, da of, of dancing pole names, Betsy Lynn. Betsy, yeah, Betsy Lynn George. Yeah, you got... You got <laughs> which, you know, I'm surprised, Gilbert, that, uh, I mean... Well, I'm sure we'll get into that later. So those are our videos. Uh, so I I didn't go so pornographic with the songs, Eileen. Ma'am. I, 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 I did. Well, shit. I said that until I looked at my list again. God damn it. <laughs> so, all right. I'm going to go through my song list. And then uh, we're going to go backwards. Then Gilbert will go. And then we'll... we'll 
go through the song list uh, with a with a or through Eileen's song list. Uh, Could I give another fun sex fact? We're all about sex facts. All right, so Bring the there sex. are actually five parts of um, the sexual response cycle, and um, the first part is desire, and the second part is arousal or excitement. The third part is the plateau phase. The fourth part is orgasm. And the fifth part is resolution. Um, and they don't have to go in order. So obviously you could be not desiring sex and you put on you know, a sexy music video or a sexy song and you'll just start like at the arousal excitement phase. So I think like when we think about sexy, we're mostly talking about that phase, the arousal excitement phase which has a lot of physical effects on our minds and our body. So well, I, go ahead. I think Gilbert goes straight to arousal as told by the song list that he picked yeah. or the video list. <laughs> Gilbert, uh, yeah, one through four, out. Bring, bring <laughs> on the arousal. All right, so, um, so the first song that I picked is by Van Morrison. Van Morrison has some of the sexiest music of all time. Uh, if you don't know who Van Morrison is, he did come up with a little song called Brown Eyed Girl. Ever heard of that one? Yeah. So the song that I picked was Tupelo Honey, which is, if you haven't heard that song, actually, you know what, Gilbert? Do yourself the favor. When you go back into the bedroom, put it on, let the wife hear it. You'll hit all five stages that Eileen just said. <laughs> It's You're a beautiful right. song. The lyrics are so pretty. I had never heard it until. Oh, that's right. I, I, I yes. looked it up yesterday. Very so, so, you know, the, the guy lyrically writes some beautiful, uh, I was going to say some beautiful shit. I was going <laughs> to. <laughs> but um, so this, what I did was I took excerpts from each of these songs. So I'll just read the, the lyrics real quick. Not the full lyrics, but just different parts. He says, you could take all the tea in China. Put it in a bag in a brown bag for me. Sail right around all seven oceans. Drop it smack dab in the middle of the deep blue sea because she's as sweet as Tupelo honey. And Van Morrison must have gotten laid all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So probably there's obviously there's nobody that screams sex more than the purple one himself, Prince. So if yeah, if, if there's a more fuck me song than Darling Nikki, just forgetting now that Gilbert's wife is Nikki. Gilbert, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so this, this is the intro to this. Uh, I knew a girl named Nikki. This is how the song starts. I knew a girl named Nikki. I guess you would say that she's a sex fiend. I met her in the hotel lobby masturbating with a magazine. She said, how would you like to waste some time? And I could not resist when I saw little Nikki grind. God, Prince. <laughs> <laughs> the purple one, baby. The purple one. So, um, uh, so we've been, I, I say I would be mistaken for years. And Gilbert, you may have known this, but I, I originally thought it came from, you know, like when Tipper Gore went after the Ghetto Boys and Two Life Crew. The parental advisory 
came because of this song. Oh, I didn't know it. Yeah. So I thought it was the whole two life crew thing. No, no, no. They were the ones that that, that ended up it. that fought it and took it to the Supreme Court. But this is I'll read you the, the story. This is um it, it's that, this that Tonelook.com? No, no, this is a legit place. It's from uh, diffuser.fm backslash Tonelook. So the article is titled Prince, Darling Nikki almost leads to the downfall of society. Now, that's a bit much, but... Wow, yeah. (laughs) But it says the lyrical content raised... Drama. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The lyrical content raised the, the ire of Tipper Gore after the Purple Rain soundtrack made its its way into the, the music collection of her preteen child, Karina. At the time, Tipper's husband, Al, was a member of the U.S. Congress. Shortly after Al won his seat, Tipper founded Congressional Wives Task Force, an organization founded to create awareness of social issues today. So, so that, that there was an organization created Parents Music uh, Parents Music Resource Center. This organization is responsible for those rectangular parental advisory explicit lyrics. Sounds like bad parenting on Gip, on Tipper Gore's part. Yep. She well, should have not, should not have, have, have uh, Purple Rain. Yeah, well, I mean, that's Prince. I, I bet you she's a Prince fan now. Who is yeah. who, How did you... Dude, the right thing to do would have been, oh, let me take this album. Let me play this for dad and let's have a good time. <laughs> and then, hands down, one of the sexiest songs of all time, uh, Sexual Healing from Marvin Gaye. Uh, classic. I, classic. It's, you know, and, and the album, Midnight Love and Sexual Healing Sessions. He's telling you, go fuck. He's like, take my, take my CD and go get down. <laughs> so, um, now, you know, Probably one of the saddest endings of somebody's career, uh, you know, became a drug addict, you know, spent a lot of his parents' money, his own money, and then was shot by his father, who was a minister. And it was, I mean, a sad story, but one of the greats of all times, one of the best singers, songwriters ever, or I don't, not so much songwriter, but one of the best singers ever. Uh, little sexual healing. Baby, I'm hot just like an oven. I need some loving. And baby, I can't hold it much longer. It's getting stronger and stronger. And uh, when I get that feeling, Gilbert, I want sexual healing. <laughs> so the man knows what he's talking about. <laughs> until I tell you where the song came from. Uh-oh. Yeah. So uh, he actually, so Marvin Gaye wrote this at a resort in Belgium. Uh he was he stayed away from the US for about 18 months to try to clean himself out. Now, before I get to the part why the song came to be, I'm actually this is you'll be excited to know this, Eric. I mean Eric, sorry, Gilbert, R.I.P. Eric. <laughs> is this people are gonna think that we actually killed Eric? No, Eric oh. will be back next week. Um but this was one of the first songs to use the Roland TR808 drum machine. Nice. And the first mainstream hit to do so. Marvin, it wasn't, it wasn't Planet Rock. No, I, I'll get to that. Marvin Gaye, <laughs> Marvin Gaye collaborator Gordon Banks programmed the machine, which was introduced in 1980, 
who hadn't appeared on the oh, sorry, but hadn't appeared on a hit song until Africa Bombada and Soul Sonic Force with Planet Rock early early in 1982. The 808 became a staple of hip hop, but R&B veered toward the Lin LM1, which used real drum samples. But Sexual Healing was the first major hit. Nice. The Rolling 808. All right. So now this is why the song's called Sexual Healing. So Marvin Gaye had a large pornography collection. Oh. And uh, a friend of his pointed this out, actually the co-writer to uh, to Sexual Healing, and told him, hey, Marvin, I think you're addicted to porn. And he goes, you know, sometimes I just need some sexual healing. And that's how the song came to be. Wow. Yeah, there you go. Take it. A lot of self-love there. Well, he, he didn't have the internet. It's, if he would have, <laughs> I mean, like you had to buy it. Uh, and then uh, the legendary Bruce Springsteen with I'm on Fire, one of the sexiest rock songs. Um, you know, at night I wake up with the sheet soaking wet and a freight train running through the middle of my head. Only you, Gilbert, can cool my desire. <laughs> um, you know, it's Bruce Springsteen has always written great songs. I mean, you know, guys, you know, Jersey boy that became a legend as a great writer, a great performer, uh, shit, had a guitar player that was on the Sopranos. You can't get much cooler than that guy. I mean, and then his drummer was Conan oh, yeah. O'Brien's drummer. Uh, but, you know, I'm on fire. Very sexy song. First video he actually ever acted in. At the uh, beginning when you see the girl walk into his... Uh, his auto or his body shop and he's working on a car and he comes out and talks to the girl. That's the first time he ever acted in a video. Uh, most of his videos prior to that were live performances or, you know, uh, or imageries of live performances. Now this song is sexy to me and it's, there's nothing perverted about it. It's just, it's just a, you know, I've mentioned this in our very first episode. A lot of the music that I listen to uh, is because of my father. And, you know, he would always, my dad used to call me Mo. That was his nickname for me. And it was uh, because of, you know, how big I am. He always tied it into one of the tanks that he drove when he was in the army and they used to call it a Mo. And uh, every time he'd hear a song, and, you know, you could tell he was feeling it. He'd start dancing and close his eyes. And he goes, now, old Puerto Ricans sound like old black men because that's how they grew up, you know? So he's like, oh, shit, Mo. We go, listen, t- put this up, put this up. And then he started jamming. So one of those songs was Otis Redding, These Arms of Mine, which if you're a girl, you know her from Dirty Dancing. Yes. Of course you do, Eileen. Of course you do. <laughs> Still never Johnny's seen it. Without a shirt. Johnny's without a shirt. He's playing it in his cabin when baby knocks on the door. God damn it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Who never gets put in a corner. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. But uh, but if you're a man, you heard it in Roadhouse. So Patrick Swayze coming in strong with that song in two different Apparently, ways. yeah. Apparently he loved 
Otis Redding. It's fucking Otis Redding, bro. <laughs> I mean, but um, it was also in uh, in the Sapphires Pirate Radio. If you don't, if if you're a music fan and uh, and you haven't seen that movie, watch that movie. I had I, on. If you go to our Instagram page, uh, there's a clip of a guy explaining the meaning of life and. He, he goes to a bar in in, uh, in Costa Rica, I think it is, and they they're playing Rolling uh, Rolling Stones, "Get Off of My Cloud," and he goes, "That's the meaning of life. It's rock and roll. It's that movie." Okay. If, if you haven't seen Pirate Radio, watch that movie. It's fucking awesome. And then Glory Road, I have no idea what that is. And then NTV with the great Matthew McConaughey, uh, but Otis Redding, amazing guitar player, amazing songwriter, and you know some of the sexiest and 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 most intense love songs or or you know romantic songs are you know that old Motown and soul you know between you know the 60s and the 70s everything that came out of came out of that era from the R&B side and the soul side there's nothing sexier than that music but right. Gibber you want to go talk about jerking off again or <laughs> well, before before I go into my 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 list, um, I I did have three songs that I think were 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 actually really sexy songs. So before I go my 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 list, I, I took a little bit of a different turn, um, but um, but my three sexy songs, and then I'll go to actually my my, my list. Um, the first one is "Needed Me" by Rihanna. Um, again, she's the queen. I love that song, and it's um, actually uh, like I think talking about uh, sexy empowerment. It's it's about that she's you know talking about how how you know I I just kind of used you for for the sex basically and you know you're the one that actually needed me and so I love that song. Then there's um, anytime any place by Janet, um, which later got sampled um, by Kendrick Lamar on Poetic Justice, and then uh, the my third one was Earned It uh, by The Weeknd, which. Uh, to quote the great Eric, is he, uh, the weekend makes strip club music, at least in the beginning, and not so much anymore. But uh, now he makes, yeah, now it's all eighties music. Yeah, now it's eighties music. But uh, but those are like my 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 quote unquote sexy songs. So, but my actual list <laughs> is, is is about yeah. I'm gonna go on this on this incredible diatribe about. Oh, so, here we go! Here we go! The Gilbert's word of the week. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so my list is about uh, about self love. So, <laughs> so my first the drama my first continues. yeah my first song is uh, turning Japanese by the Vapors. As a young kid growing up in the eighties, I did not know that the song was about masturbation, but apparently when uh, when you're you know doing it, you uh, squint your eyes, which is very racist, by the way. <laughs> like that right. song would not fly. I Only had in the no 80s. idea. Oh, there's there's more. <laughs> Only in the '80s can you get away with that shit. The vapors would be canceled right now. No, this is the segment that's gonna get us canceled. Yeah, <laughs> but don't 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 retroactively like cancel the vapors because the song is good. So that was my first one. The By second the way, one, there's a great punk version of it too. Yeah, in, yeah uh, it's a good riddance, from, right? No, no, it's in the it's uh shit I can't remember, but it's in the. In the survival of the fittest, fattest uh, compilation. No, it's it's the Punkos '80s. I think is is is. Uh, I, I think it's Good Riddance. Now, I want to say it's Good Riddance, but I'll you can check up. out. Yeah, look it up while I'm doing the rest of my list. Um, let, number, let me let me fact check you. Yeah, number two is Longview by Green Day. Um, another song about uh, self love, 
And much really? like Van Morrison, much, like, no much like Van Morrison, Billy oh, Joe. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so hold on before you continue. It, there's, you're right. It was on the punk tribute to '80s new wave album. Yeah. So there's two punk versions of it. There's one from by your, No Use for a Name, and then the other one is by a band called The Vibrators. Of course, of oh. course. <laughs> oh, so it was no use that day. Was, I thought it was, it was good riddance. No, no, it was no use. Got it. So, um, so like I say, Matt, like, much like Van Morrison, Billy Joe's <laughs> is a beautiful songwriter. Uh, let me uh, bite my lips and close my eyes. Take me away to paradise. I'm so I mean, damn bored. I'm going blind. <laughs> so he's telling you, I'm jerking off. But I'm bored as shit. So. Yeah. God, thank and, you. And not, the, and not the only song on that album that's about masturbating. There you go. So um, so the next one is uh, Blister in the Sun by Violent Fans. <laughs> that one I knew. That, yeah, that, that one everybody knows. Yeah. Um, and then how about this one? Did you know that the great Cindy Lauper also had a song about masturbation, Eileen? And it was no, called, I did not was know called, that. It was called Shebop. No way. <laughs> That's about masturbating. Yes. No. Yes. And she bop, he bop, I bop, you bop, we all bop. So bop, there it is. Bop. And then the aforementioned, the great Billy <laughs> Idol. And the second word of the week. <laughs> Billy Idol. And the song was Dancing with Myself. It's also another song about masturbation. Oh my so, goodness. So I... Eileen, what, what do you have to say about chronic masturbation? And go. <laughs> well, no, actually, I have one honorable <laughs> mention. My heart's a little broken about that Billy Idol song. <laughs> well, I guess when he's talking about, at the end, he's like, you know, I sweat, 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 sweat. He's talking about jerking off. That's, so, a, that's aggressively jerking off, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Like, he might like, tear oh, only, only Billy Idol could jerk off like that. Yeah, he might tear uh, something. Uh-oh. 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 That means yeah. that just because he spilled some shit. That's what it is. Uh, oh, uh, uh. And then I have an honorable mention. I don't know the. I, I've never heard the song, but when I was uh, doing my extensive research about jerking off, um, <laughs> there's a song that Peaches, that Peaches has. I, I, I know of, of the artist Peaches, but she has a song called "Diddle My Skittle." <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna use that because that's anytime. I've always referred to a girl masturbating as double clicking her mouse, <laughs> but but diddle my skittle sounds a lot better. Diddle my skittle, man. There it is. Eileen, was... you, you know what you were walking into. <laughs> I think I'm getting hot over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna oh. smoke a cigarette after this episode. This yeah, seriously. <laughs> so there you go, guys. All right. So I five? think. You like broke my heart and i'm crushed to hear about all these amazing songs i'm never gonna look at them the same hey remember eileen she bops he bops they all bop <laughs> most of these songs were introduced to me at a time that i didn't even know what masturbating was so thank you for just shattering my 80s songs right now right. Gilbert. everybody right now people are bopping and she bopping <laughs> <laughs> That Billy Idol tape, my gosh, I played it all the time. It was a white tape. Yeah, dancing with yourself, I'm sure. <laughs> I was like seven. Yeah, there's no dancing back then. I was not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but it is very interesting how 
songs could be about something that you never, ever, ever imagined. Or every song that Gilbert picked is about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, subtlety is not my strength. No, no. <laughs> well, that was, that was a very sexy, empowering yes. list of uh, songs. So, so next time your wife knocks on the bathroom door, I'm empowering I'm- myself. Hold on. I'm diddling my skittle. I'm di- <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm he bopping. I'm he bopping. I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> dancing with myself, babe. Leave me alone. <laughs> you just took a shower, yeah, but sometimes I sweat. Sweat. <laughs> sweat. <laughs> oh my gosh, this could be like an actual mix of songs. <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm sorry. I'm actually not doing a playlist for this episode. I think I think this episode's enough for people. Yeah. <laughs> Did I, let, let's let's go back to uh, normalcy. Yeah. Did I show you my sticker? I love the sticker. Okay. It is great. I want. No, one. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you one, Ellie. Don't worry about it. Yeah. All right. So, fun fact. Um, they did a study and one of the things that they found was that regardless of a man's, um, sexual preference, what he finds sexy visually is the, the gender that he is attracted to. So if it's not the gender, because obviously sexual preference, you know, that, but it doesn't matter men whether they're attracted to men or whether they're attracted to women, what they find sexy or arousing, exciting visually is the opposite, the, the, not the opposite gender, the gender that they are attracted to. But for women, that wasn't the case in the study. uh, Women, regardless of sexual preference found um, any gender exciting, arousing, sexy. So there's a fun fact. Nice. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's obvious just because women, you know, like you said earlier, it's you know they're there's they're emotionally aroused, not like a guy that's you know watching Kanye West fade videos, you know, like uh, it, it's because you know women do have that extra affection and and it is emotional and not like a guy that it has to be visual most of the time. So that makes sense that a woman can get aroused by, you know, the different gender. Um, that makes total sense. I mean, it's not like, you know, I'm like, oh, Gilbert, look at your hair. And I start playing with his hair like a girl would do or, you know, like that that, that doesn't exist in, in the, or with heterosexual males. But, you know, there's, um, but I could see that. I could see like how a guy could be sexually aroused by something that he's not typically aroused by. Not not gender wise, but like uh, Chuck, Chuck Norris. Ch- what? <laughs> but you know, I like mean, it's a generalization, and it doesn't obviously it doesn't apply to everybody. But I think that it's interesting research, right? It is. Yeah. Is that it's so hard? I could imagine for these people that research or people you know therapists like yourself, it's how sometimes people's sexual quirks or what they're into you know how ashamed of it they could be about it you know like i was actually having this conversation with uh with uh eric i I don't know how we got to this conversation but we did (laughs) was about you know like you know how sometimes uh 
it's a it's a big girl type of night or a petite girl type of night and it like and i told you that sometimes it's just the mood on how you feel and, and what you know what arouses you that day or you know there's it, it's because sex has been made so taboo you know people don't share what they're into as much or maybe like your first sexual encounter with somebody you're like do i go this far she's gonna think i'm a fucking freak or you know like or you know like there's there's so much reservation leading into it that it takes you a while to be comfortable completely with somebody you know until you know like it's like uh it's it's amazing to me that so many years later this is still a topic that people got to tiptoe around you know but absolutely i mean i think it's, it's except so gilbert he'll tell you everything he masturbates to <laughs> <up there. laughs> yes absolutely i mean i think it's one of the things that's fascinating to me is how different people are in general um when it comes to sex not just not just what they're attracted to because that's that's very different and personal but it's also like what makes them feel sexy but also their gender like people's gender and um sometimes like even even though people feel very women that feel very uh female and males that feel, feel very manly sometimes could have things in their personalities that would be considered like traditionally the other gender like I grew up in a house that my mom played every sport she fished she did everything outdoorsy we rode ATCs ATVs we were always doing things outside and I never viewed that as something that was masculine or manly like for me that was just who I was and then as I grew older I realized that that was more of a, a traditional male um activity or traditional male a way of being and and for me that was part of my gender like you know I, I definitely um, identify as a woman but there's things about me like doing sports outside or fishing or you know playing sports like that was always something that was part of who I was so I just think as we evolve and we grow we should respect all parts of people and just see it as anything else you know if somebody says oh I don't like seafood you're not like oh my gosh you're weird you're so strange you know yeah. it's just like people are into different things and people feel differently about who they are gender wise and who they're attracted to and and that could change over your lifetime and and the more that you're willing to accept people as who they are and really listen to people you know and I think that's one of the beauties of of my job is that you know I, I have to listen And a lot of times we don't listen when people are talking. We're just thinking about what we're going to respond or what we're going to say. But if we just listen to people and we try to understand with, with a mind that's open, we would learn so much more, not just about humans, but also about, about ourselves. Yeah. So, you know, I think it, it's really interesting. Yeah, it, it, it's, special. It's, it's funny that you say that because it's something that I always say to my, to my staff is, you know, you have to learn how to listen except instead of waiting for your turn to talk and mm. you're right if there's if there's any time that our planet needs to talk to others and listen it would be now it'd be great but unfortunately you know this is i i've been very very fortunate that i grew up in a family that judging anything doesn't exist um and we embrace everybody and the majority of my friends are like that you know uh like look gilbert wore makeup in a few episodes ago and i still love the guy 
you know but <laughs> I actually looked on the Instagram just to see it because I heard the podcast and I was like oh I'm dying to see Gilbert with eyeliner I need to look on the Instagram. You, there, there's a video of it yeah what I what <laughs> I didn't what I what you didn't see is the video actually started off with me wearing a wig and him wearing the makeup <laughs> but but Gilbert makes a much better looking gothic girl than I do <laughs> what you but, didn't see was like the half an hour it took me to take the shit off after <laughs> Now you know what we go through. Seriously, <laughs> yeah, but but you know it's it, it's it's funny what we pick to judge in people. You know, like their sexual preferences, their color, their gender. It's like, look, I like I said, I, I couldn't have grown up with two more understanding parents. You know, like uh, my father grew up in an era where everything was black and white. You're Puerto Rican. We don't know what that is. You're black. You know, so, uh, and you know, my dad, uh, you know, marched with activists, protested with Black Panthers. So I never grew up accepting any type of racism. And, and I will always appreciate my father for that. You know, and um, you know, my, mo my mother was a hairdresser. I've met gay people my whole life, you know, and, and some of the people that I've ever met the most of me were, you know, were either... I mean, one of my closest friends that I love like family, you know, is used to be a, used to be a guy, you know, and now he's he's a female, and you know, the first time that I was uh, kind of the first time I was introduced to to death was one a, a gentleman that worked for my mom, the kindest guy you would ever meet. And he was so loyal and faithful to my mom as an employee and, and always looked out for her. Uh, unfortunately was, you know, was a gay man that, that died of AIDS and, and the guy took care of me like if I was his nephew, you know? So it, it's, it's amazing how, again, we, we live in a world where we're still, we're still living in silos and, you know, you get emojis like, Oh no, you're going to do the sex music episode with, <laughs> with these nut jobs or or everybody th is giggling oh it's you know this episode or oh my god they're going to talk about this or Gilbert only brought up songs about masturbating <laughs> but it, it's funny that we live with all these barriers when everybody goes through these motions you know like everybody goes to a point where they explore their body everybody you know or not everybody but a lot of people go through sexual experiences whether positive or not, and people are still confined in these silos and can't talk to people, you know, and it's, you, you know, I, I really appreciate that there's people like you that exist in your line of work that actually are genuinely opening or open to listen to people and genuinely care about what they have to say. So Kudos Thank you. I, I really feel like it's it's actually, you know, a, a privilege and an honor for me to get to know people in such intimate ways because it, it's really helped me evolve as a person. And it, I, I'm able to see things in a different way because of my work. And, and you know, I, I just think that it, it's honestly a privilege to have like that inside look and be able to see how different and how, how diverse people are and to have people trust me in that oh we lost you 
So I, let's see if you could fix that. And Gilbert, you're the new therapist. Go ahead. Go say something. Um, skittle my diddle. I lost you for a second. Did you say something? <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, we we lost you. No, we lost you. Yeah, I just said I just said something stupid because no, there's no. no way I could be thoughtful. <laughs> Gil- Gilbert, what was the last thing I said. <laughs> uh, it definitely wasn't diddle your skittle. It was, uh, <laughs> that was my contribution. Yeah, no, I go, I go, Gilbert. You're the therapist now. Jump in and say something, and that's. What was the last thing I said? <laughs> uh, that, you're, that you feel for, you feel fortunate to to be able to do that. Yes, it's a, it's very humbling. It's a humbling experience. So, anyways, going back to sex. Yeah. (laughs) Now we're talking. Um, So, one of the cool things about sex is that when we begin the sexual, it's it's all cool, Eileen. It's all all cool. cool. (laughs) When we begin um, the sexual response cycle, almost every single part of our brain is activated which is very cool. Like if you were to see the, the imaging of your brain when you begin either a desire or arousal or excitement, like I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. Because <laughs> is that how you're getting all the words, Gilbert? Yes. <laughs> That's it, you're activating your brain. And <laughs> what, what, was the, what was the gem that you dropped today? A diatribe. Diatri- a diatribe, very good. I'm sorry, Elaine. I couldn't help it. It's okay. <laughs> so the saying that you're turned on is actually very literal because your brain is turned on. The one part of your brain that is not so activated when you're going through the sexual response cycle is the part of your brain that's in, in charge of impulse control and decision making. Oh, that, that's for sure. <laughs> so i think that most people would understand that part of it <laughs> and, 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 well every girl would know when they look at every guy's face during sex oh he's not making any decisions right now he's just... <laughs> another interesting fact that if they're playing um sexy music for women they'll find whatever man is in front of them more attractive or, or all of a sudden they're thinking about brad pitt <laughs> That's some bullshit that some chick came up with. No, it's when there's sexy music, I'm, I'm fantasizing about the celebrity. I really want to have sex. <laughs> they actually did a study, though, that if they if there was like sexy music, if they had music, I don't even think it was sexy music. I think music in general. That's, so if they played music and they showed like a face of a guy yeah. or they didn't play music and they showed the same guy, the girl found the guy more attractive if they had music. So, so how, so how many times a week is your husband Billy Idol? <laughs> that's that's why I became a DJ. <laughs> oh my God. As soon as as soon as Nikki walks in the house, cue the music. <laughs> Fucking Gilbert. All and, right. So, are we going through my list of sexy songs? I don't know where we're going right now. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. You, you lead the way. You lead the way. So, my number one sexy song is um, Erotic City by Prince. Great. For every single reason that uh, just we like mentioned before. So, Gilbert, remember, I told you my favorite version of that song is George Clinton, the Parliament Funkadelic, doing a version of it. Yeah. I said that to Eileen. I got to send that to you. So, okay. if you heard it, right? Yeah, it's good, but it's not as sexy as Prince for you, me. You shut your mouth. You talk about George <laughs> Clinton one more time. All right, go ahead. 
So for me, the the um, Prince version is just, I love everything about that song. It's very sexy in a sexy, erotic way because it's erotic city. Because it's Prince. Um, and everything Prince does is sexy. I mean, I could have picked Cream. There's so many other songs that are sexy that Prince does. But for me, Erotic City is my top one. The next song that I picked is Pony by Genuine. Yeah. Nice. And that's a very sexy song. It was already sexy before, but then Channing Tatum danced to Magic Mike. Uh, how did I know that that's in Magic of Mike twice? Because he does it in Magic Mike one, and then Magic Double XL, he dances again <laughs> to it. So he just elevates the song to a whole new level of sexy. So I, I have a Channing Tatum story. So did he sit on your lap? Uh, no, so I'm gonna mention names in this story in this story because it was funny. So we're we're in an uh, we had just opened this new hotel and uh, he was one of our first guests. And uh, so there's there's a, a guy that worked for us that he was in charge of sales. His name's Nick Mowdy. I'm gonna call him out on this because it's a funny story. But Nick's a good looking dude. You know, he's a pretty boy, you know, and, and, uh, but he's like another one of our friends who happens to be a good looking guy is very self-aware about the way he looks. Um, so it's me, uh, Channing Tatum and Sarah was in the elevator. It's my ex. She was where she was in the elevator at the time. We're in the elevator, you know, we're chatting it up, whatever. And then we get off the elevator and Channing Tatum goes to his room and I turn to Nick and I go, I think you're better looking than Channing Tatum. <laughs> Immediately calls his wife to let her know. <laughs> and then, so imagine this phone call. She calls his wife, Carlos thinks I'm, I'm better looking than Channing Tatum. So a dude just told you you're better looking than, she's like, I don't believe it. But yeah, that's, uh, that's my Channing Tatum story. All right, proceed, Eileen. <laughs> All right. Um, this one is probably more of a personal song. I don't know if other people would find it sexy, but um, mm -hmm. it's a pity by Tanya Stevens. Don't know who it's that is. A reggae song. It's a dope song. Um, and I love that song. I was actually introduced to that song. What was the song? Um, it's a pity. Oh, oh, I know Tanya that song. Stevens. I know that song. I right, got yes. it. And I, I was introduced to that song um, while laying on a beach in Maui by that's, that's a, always how it happens. <laughs> by a luau dancer, a male luau dancer that I met at a luau. And we went to the beach the next day. And he had that song um, on, on his playlist. And I just fell in love with the song. I laid your, your husband might listen to this. <laughs> Obviously, um, the background lately. of the, the <laughs> environment um, always takes me back to that moment. So he I was think the it's a dancer. For fuck it, I lead. When you're on thin ice, you might as well dance. Do it. Go tell us a story. And then you had drinks with him. Nothing. I just I went to a luau. He was a dancer in the luau with the you know the whole Hawaiian dancing, and you know he came up to me after the luau. I was actually. Oh, we lost her in the middle of the luau story. There, there's no luau story, so I'll finish the story. So now she has a tribal tattoo. It's the guy's name. And she wore a coconut bra. 
<laughs> and he showed me the song. That's it. And it was a great uh, song. So at the, the, oh, we lost her again. All right. So now we got to continue the story. Are oh, you back? Are you back? Maybe, maybe yeah. it was a story that wasn't meant to be heard. Yeah, well, no, that's, that's all right. Because I finished it. I said, you have a tribal tattoo now. No. And maybe, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe her husband cut the internet. <laughs> what did I say? I went to Hawaii to run a marathon. Did I say that part? Yeah. A marathon. <laughs> I went to do a full marathon in Kona and I was I bet, I bet you it was a, I bet you it was a full marathon. <laughs> and then the next day I instead of coming to Miami, I flew to Maui with friends I made and we went to Luau and I met this guy that introduced me to this song. So I think it's a great song anyways, but that's the background of why it's very sexy to me. I was, it wasn't Maui, Gilbert, it was Kamanawanalea. That's that's the <laughs> island that she went to. <laughs> So, anyways, it is. A, I think it's a great song. I don't know. Do you guys think it's sexy? It is. A, it, reggae songs are sexy. Yeah, I love reggae. We have to do. If you do a reggae episode, can I be on it? I really I, love. I it. definitely want to do a reggae episode because uh, I I listen to a lot of reggae. There's a. Uh, when did we talk about the song from Coffee? Oh, on my uh, the the top the the uh, your top five songs. It was my one of my songs. Yeah, that's yeah that that yeah. I I love dance hall. I love roots. I love old ska. Yeah, I definitely want to do a reggae episode. I think that that's a that's an episode that that's one of those Eric is lost episodes <laughs> <laughs> that he he's just he's just gonna entertain. But uh, no, yeah, we'll definitely do a reggae episode. I bet you do want to do a reggae episode, Eileen. Yeah, we gotta talk to <laughs> to Mister Eileen. <laughs> all right my next song is como te deseo by mana i love mana i saw them twice in concert i saw them in the late 90s when they first came out i saw them front row when they were just you know a, a new band and then i saw them a couple years ago um como te deseo has beautiful lyrics um if you if nobody has if you have if you're listening and you haven't heard it and you know spanish i would definitely um encourage you to listen to Como Te Deseo. It's a fun song too, really fun to dance to. A lot of my songs are are songs that you know I find fun to dance to because I think dancing is very sexy. So when I was making my list, that was something that kept kept coming up, just remembering dancing to it or or imagining dancing to the song. Or imagining Hawaii. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so my last song um is not really a song that i would dance to uh is no ordinary love by shade and i think any song by shade is sexy i saw her in concert uh, shade is also sexy oh my gosh she was i saw her in concert and her voice was even more beautiful live than it is on any you know, recording or any DVD or, or I mean, her voice is just like butter. It's when, so my, when my dad discovered Shade, he would have, he was like, I have the Lover's Rock concert. He, he like, you know, he lived with me for a little bit. He would go, hey, put my girlfriend on, put her on. He would just, <laughs> he, would watch, he would watch that concert all the time. So all her, all her music is, is just so um, sensual, I would say. And, uh, and beautiful. No Ordinary Love was actually a song that they used in Indecent Proposal. Of course, you would. <laughs> Good. Oh, we lost her again. 
No. All right. So Gilbert, what happened when you saw a decent proposal? Um, Self-love. So, <laughs> you tiddled your diddle. What is it? <laughs> diddled my skittle. You diddled your. Oh my skittle. gosh, I couldn't hear you guys again for a little bit. What did you say? <laughs> it went right back to diddle like the skittle. <laughs> oh my gosh! How did I pick up on that part again? Uh, impeccable timing. Impeccable. Or, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so. What did uh, you say? <laughs> I, so every time you've cut off, I go all right, Gilbert. You take over, and then. <laughs> It ends up in diddling a skittle. <laughs> did you did you hear about indecent proposal? Yeah, that's, that's, he asked me what I what, what I did when I saw uh, indecent proposal. I told him okay. I, diddled, I diddled my skittle. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Sometimes you gotta diddle your skittle. So maybe for the young audience that haven't seen that movie. Yeah, Eileen has been so filthy that she's had to censor herself how, like several <laughs> times during the episode. Eileen, <laughs> oh, it's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, maybe you could tell them what Indecent Proposal is about. The best part about, is that the one with Betty White? Betty White? No, that's, no. The, that's the proposal. That's the proposal. That's yeah. a no, good, that's Indecent a good Proposal is the one with, <laughs> with um, Demi Moore. Oh, with Demi Moore. Demi Moore. No, a million dollars, that's a lot of money for Demi Moore. What? Would you the, have back, paid him? Back, back then, Demi Moore? I, I mean, Demi Moore was gorgeous back then. But there was, I mean, there's but other... But a million dollars wasn't a lot to him. Right. Well, I, again. Relative. I, I think he could have gotten the deal with half a million. <laughs> <laughs> or she could have tittled his diddle for a quarter. <laughs> for a quarter of a mil. No, I'm joking. No, that, that, but it's funny. I, I'm convinced that because I when that movie came out, I imagined that movie caused a lot of breakups because <laughs> every I'm, girl, every fucking girl after the movie, this is the conversation in the car. <laughs> the guy's driving and she goes, Would you? <laughs> and and the guy, what I how want. Much, how yeah. much would it take? <laughs> what I want, what I want, would you sell me for a million dollars? And then the, the guy knowing the trap, no, baby, there's no. I can put it, yeah. You're, you're. <laughs> but, plus, who the fuck would give me a million dollars for you and then fight? <laughs> I, think, I think that probably I asked, like, how much would it take? How much? Because if you're a woman. Because no. you're, yes, that, that's such a woman move. Would you, how much would it take? Why, <laughs> why, why put a guy in that trap? You know what he was probably thinking about? I can't wait to get home to watch the score of the game or let me catch the last few minutes of the game or fuck, I got to take a shit. I need to get home. No. And then a woman drops this million dollar bomb on him and going, would you, would you? And God damn it, you know, fuck you, man. I mean, if, you know, First of all, who would have picked Robert Redford over Woody Harrelson? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, that was a, that Woody Harrelson had no chance. That was so unfair. Had she waited a little bit after he made a few more movies and looked cool like he did in Zombieland, then maybe she would have thought about it. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say Kingpin. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's, a, that's such a chick move. 
God, I feel R.I.P. to all the guys that lost their relationship in the '90s after that movie. <laughs> that's like that's like every. I'll tell you the scariest movie to ever watch with a woman is uh, fuck. What was that? That movie with Ben Affleck that the girl pretends that she's died that she died. Gone Girl. Oh my God, that's the most traumatizing. I movie love ever. Gone Girl. Of course you loved Gone of Girl. Such a great movie. <laughs> Ask how many men like Gone Girl. Not one. <laughs> that. If you sat next to your girlfriend watching that movie, halfway through the movie, you're at the other and end she's, of the couch. And she's, and she's taking notes? And she, yeah, she's taking it. Fuck that. But, it's a great movie. I've watched it so many times. So the moral of, the, the moral of this episode is sex can kill you. <laughs> or it can make you a million dollars. All right. So um, since Eric's not here, uh, so we don't have uh, uh, dropping knowledge from for Eric. Uh, I, I do want to go through his list. Uh, I won't give the details. I'll just go through his list. Um, in typical Eric fashion, God knows where any of this came from, but that's why we love him. So girls on film, Duran Duran. Call on me from Eric Prides. I don't know who that is. Uh, these, are, these are the videos, right? These are the videos. I'm sorry, yeah. And then uh, Ride from Ciara. It's a good one. You can pick any video with Ciara. You're fine. Actually, it was funny because we had the conversation, which is uh, either this song or uh, uh, what's the name of the other song? Oh, right. Yeah, the O, which made never made a cut list look that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris Isaac, Wicked Game, solid, very yeah. strong pick, very strong. Yes, that's a great video. And so, if you know Eric, his man crush is Enrique Iglesias. So yes. <laughs> he picked Hero by Enrique Iglesias. Those were his videos. That's a beautiful, beautiful song. It's so pretty. Yeah, I think with Eric, I think it's more about Enrique Iglesias, but uh. <laughs> Uh, and, Jennifer, and Jennifer Love Hewitt, but mainly Enrique Iglesias, right? And, uh, so, uh, and then these were his songs: "The Kills," "Future Starts Slow." That's a great song. Uh, Joy Division, "Atmosphere," "Prayers" is the artist. It's the song's called "From uh, From Dog to God." <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I've never heard it, but you know what? I listened to it and it was pretty good. I liked it. I'm sure it was a good song. I, it's just, it's hard to say, hey, girl, I'm going to play something sexy for you. What are you playing? Dog. From Dog to God. <laughs> Donna Summer, I Feel Love. That's and a sexy that, song. That is a sexy song. And then the great Eurythmics with Love is, Strange, Love is a Stranger. And that's Eric's list. Eric, we miss you, buddy. Um, we look forward to having you back. Um all right. So before Gilbert goes to diddle his fiddle or skittles or whatever he did. Diddle my skittle, man. Diddle, diddle my skittles. skittles. Uh, Gilbert, do you want to talk about a project you may have coming up in the works, possibly? Yeah, I think we're going to do some rebranding with uh, with the Lovers Rock um, live stream. I think we're going to do 
like some take them to church Sunday brunch vibes. Um, so I think we're, we're I think we're gonna move it to um, from like eleven in the morning to one a.m. or one p.m. I should say. So like everybody's gonna be home before you gotta start watching football. You can get some, a little dose of some lovers rock. So what, lo lovers rock Sunday service yes. um, from eleven to one. Is she taking a selfie? No, I'm taking a picture of all of us. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so, wait, could we at least pose? Huh. Sure. Try a pose. All right, got it. All right, we, we just had a pause in the show. Yeah, you might have to clean, clean that up later. Um, but yeah, so so we're we're gonna we're gonna we're you know we're gonna think about doing some Sunday service stuff and um, just take advantage of people being home. A musical sermon by the great DJ G Funk. Yes, sir. I like it. I like it, Eileen. Um, for uh, you know, we already have the advantage of having you as a friend. But if anybody wants to reach out to you for some professional help, which clearly we don't need. Uh, <laughs> of course not. You, you want to let people know where they can find you? Did we lose her right when she was going to make her plug? I think so. God damn it. All right. So I'll, I'll plug some other stuff while she pops back on. Um, so we will have, if you follow us on Instagram, you saw our new stickers. Uh, we'll also, our merch is coming very soon. We're going to be very picky with it because we want to make sure that it's something that you guys will love as much as we do. Eileen, welcome back. Would you like, to, <laughs> would you like to plug your, your uh, services? And like I said, you, you do something that actually helps people. Gilbert and I provide absolutely nothing except I provide people with food. Gilbert provides people with uh, soothing sounds. You provide, you both, you all provide people with a podcast, which is so entertaining and it's actually a form of self-care because people take time and escape their- Gilbert's all about self-care. <laughs> so it's actually a great service. The podcast is amazing and it's bringing people happiness and joy and- I, I hope so. I hope good. so. All right, Eileen, um, tell, you, tell us where, where they can find you. They can find me at, on Instagram- Oh my God, we lost her again. <laughs> how about I, how about I say that I say her Instagram? How about that? <laughs> yeah. Eileen, <laughs> right. oh, we're gonna plug for you. We're gonna. We should tell people she's in the middle of an airport making an important flight to like the Amazon to yeah. provide some therapy. Okay, she's, I'm here. All right, all right. We're gonna try this one more time. All right, Eileen, right. go, go. So please follow me at Eileen.my.therapist on Instagram. That's Eileen, E-I-L-E-E-N dot M-Y dot therapist, T-H-E-R-A-P-I-S-T. Okay. So Eileen, my the rapist, I mean, my, the, my, my therapist. <laughs> All right. um, so yeah, we, uh, we're, I don't know. I don't know. We, I, I don't think we've decided what the next episode is going to be, but we're going to come up with a good one. Uh, we usually plan these out several, several weeks ahead. Um, but we've, we've all had a crazy few weeks. Uh, but uh, this has been a very, very fun episode. It's always fun to have Eileen. Uh, eventually we're, we're going to treat Eileen like Dr. Drew. And every time Eric has an emotional breakdown, we're going to reach out to her and she could hopefully help Eric. 
it's not fair. I'm taking jabs that he's not here. Clearly, Gilbert has some issues that he has to deal with. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and cry a little bit. Guys. You're gonna go cry. You're gonna yeah. use use your tears <laughs> as lube. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, you guys will hear Eileen uh, more often than not on the bodega. Uh, Woo! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited about that. She'll be our own Dr. Drew and help us fight the demons that we have. But uh, Gilbert, do you have your goodbye prepared? Roads. Where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> Peace and love, people. They get family. <laughs> Eileen, you want to say goodbye? Bye, everyone. Thank you guys so much for having me. Eileen, it was great to have you. Gilbert, get ready to go point uh, 8.8 gigawatts. We're going oh, in yeah. the future. Yes, sir. Uh, guys, thank you very much for listening. Eric, we miss you. Can't wait to have you back. Don't die camping. Love you, buddy. Love you, buddy. All right, guys. We're out. Peace.